Jesus, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we've come here to praise you. We've come here to magnify you. We've come here to glorify you. Blessed be the name of the Lord tonight. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're going to take some prayer requests tonight. Amen. I imagine we have some more visitors that will be coming in here in a few minutes for our 7 o'clock start. But God is a miracle worker tonight. We know God is working and dealing and moving in many, many different ways. Amen. We know that God is a healer of every disease and sickness. And so we want to pray for those tonight that need a touch of the Holy Ghost in their life. What's on your heart tonight, Brother or Jonathan? Uh, pray for uh, all of the Trinitarians that have been coming. God will give the revelation. One, it's uh, pray for uh, Marvin Saucer. Uh, he came and uh, seemed to really enjoy himself, so uh, pray that God would be with him and work upon his heart. And uh, just, just in general, pray for that God, this revival and all of our handing out everything that God really anoints and blesses and gives us a great revival in our church. Amen. Let's pray for Veronica that was here during our Bible study tonight. Amen. God would work in her life. Sister Linda. Corey, good. Um, sister, Becky's daughter is leaving tomorrow. They have a going to the military. Um, all right, let's pray for Corey. And, uh, can we anoint Sister Diane? Yes, yes, I want to pray for healing. Sister Diane will anoint and pray for her. Amen with Carl. I can family in prayer and keep my boss's uh, son in prayer. Um, he is attacked. Uh, he's in coma right now, but he's moving his right side, so he may pull through, but it's still really iffy. And pray for my cousin's husband. Um, he's been having seizures. All right, God is still a healer, Brother Lee. Keeping in prayer for my family and everything we've been dealing with several issues, and I'd like for church to just keep us in prayer that God's will would be evident in our home and in our lives, and that He. He gets the glory. Yes, yes. We want the Lord to receive the glory tonight. All right, Brother Andrew. I'll pray for uh, South Rock Creek that they get a revival over there as well. And uh, pray uh, for Carl and for uh, my brothers and Dr. Pappas. All and right. The Lord sends me my wife. Amen, amen. Continue to pray for uh, complete healing for Sister Michelle tonight. Amen. We know God is a healer there. In that situation. Can you join me? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, you see all of our requests tonight, oh God, all the hearts and souls and lives of individuals, oh God. We ask you, God, to move, oh Lord. You are the healer, God. Lord, you are the provider. You are the revelator, oh God. Lord, for your power and your glory, dear Jesus. Move, oh God. Touch hearts and souls and lives and individuals, oh God. Lord, we believe you tonight as a provider, God. We believe you as a caretaker. Oh, God, reveal yourself unto these people, oh God. Allow them to believe. In the name of Jesus. Allow them to feel your glory, your presence, and your power. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Sister Diane, won't you come up here tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody that wants to join us in prayer tonight? Hallelujah. Come on up. Amen. There's power in prayer tonight. Hallelujah. 
We ask you to reach down and touch the body. Lord, you see the sickness scripture tonight I want to read we're getting ready to have some praise and worship but God just won't let this leave me so it's here tonight and I want to share it with you just go with me to St. John chapter 4 St. John chapter 4 speaking of Jesus in verse number 5 then cometh he to a city of Samaria which is called Sachar near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. And there cometh the woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Verse number 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me the drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Verse 11, the woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Verse number 12, Are thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? I want to stop right there. And point out the fact that this woman was getting hung up about her relatives that were in the past. She was trying to figure things out based upon what her father Jacob had done years ago. And God was saying, I'm wanting to bring a new reality into your life right now. Don't allow your past to stop God giving you a future. Amen. Tonight God wants you to know that He got a great, big, wonderful future planned out for you. doesn't matter what your culture background was. She was a Samaritan. She didn't think that Jesus cared about her because He was a Jew. 
Sometimes in life we may look at people and they may be from a different culture background who may think that they've got it all together or they got a greater advantage or, or they don't understand us or they don't know where we came from. But God had a promise that He was giving here. And He was telling her about the living water. Jesus answered in verse 13 and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But 14, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing unto everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me of this water that I thirst not, neither come here to draw. Verse 16, Jesus said unto her, Go call thou husband and come hither. Jesus knows about our circumstance. Jesus knows where we're at. And He's calling us to change tonight. He's calling us to accept the gift that He has for us. The woman answered in verse 17 and said, I have no husband. Sometimes we are just looking for our easy way out. She was just trying to find the easy way. And Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thou husband, and that saith thou truly. Verse 19, The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive thou art a prophet. I want to tell you something. God's got your number tonight. Amen. Brother Jonathan Akers will be coming later on tonight, and he will have a message. And there will be words of instruction and life in those. Verse 20, Our Father, worship in this mountain. And you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus answered, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. Verse 22, You worship, you know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. 23, The hour cometh and now is that true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. That's what we've gathered here to do tonight. We are honest-hearted seekers of truth, and we have gathered here to seek after God and to worship God, just like verse 24 tells us. God is a spirit. And they that worship Him... How many is that? One. One. One, 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 just one way to God. One, 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 just one way to God. Baptized in Jesus' name. There's only one, one, one. There's only one God. And His name is Jesus. God is a spirit. A lot of people get hung up. They think God is a person. Granted, Jesus Christ was as much person in humanity as we are. He was 100% man. But the deity came from the Spirit of God, the Father that dwelled in Him. And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. It takes the Spirit of God moving. We want to worship God with all of our heart, all of our emotions tonight. And we want the truth, amen, to be here tonight within us. And that's the reason the Bible is the ultimate authority. When there's a question, the Bible speaks. And there's power in the Word of God to heal, to deliver, to set you free. 
And there's enough power in this book that when you stand before God, that His grace would have washed you and cleansed you from all sin. Amen. Through baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. We're going to sing tonight. We want you to stand with us, join with us, as we lift up our voices, lift up our hearts, make a joyful noise to our Creator. Hallelujah. Amen. She's over there playing and there's just hot air coming out.
to him, say, Lord, hallelujah, God loves you. The wonderful God, I want you to be my God tonight, oh Lord. I've come here to praise you, I've come here to magnify you, I've come here to glorify your name. You're worthy to be exalted, oh God. You're worthy to be uplifted. Truly, you're my King of kings, and you're my Lord of lords
you feel in the house. And you just reach out and say, yes, Lord, I don't want you to touch the night. God, I want you to cleanse me. I want you to wash me, oh God. Make me whiter in snow, oh God. Allow your presence, oh God, to touch me. Oh, Jesus, I desire you, oh God. I desire you so much tonight, God. I need you, Lord. I need you, Glory to God, and as you march, amen, 
want to greet you tonight. Hallelujah. Let's thank the Lord for his blessings. Thank you for your blessings, oh God. We love you tonight. We are here to praise and magnify your name. You have been good to us. Church is coming tonight, Sister Linda Akers. Amen. She's going to 
leave a word with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Anybody that wants to testify when you get there, give them a chance tonight. Um, I love the Lord tonight. I'm glad that all of you guys have made it. We've got some visitors. And first off, I want to say uh, we had a wonderful service last night. And uh, we sang a song, Look What the Lord Has Done. And I was telling them how I love that song because I have got so many things that the Lord has done for me. And I can't praise him enough. He's healed me of cancer. He's raised my son from the dead. Um, he's put money in my pocket didn't have it, found it, and spent it on my family to help them out, came back and had $900 back in my wallet. As I said last night, man can't do that to me. Only God Almighty can do that. I've got faith and confidence in him. Um, I want to do something that they have no idea I was going to do this, and Pastor, I just asked him if it was okay. Because of all the little children, and they all know that song, Jesus Loves Me, and uh, Andrew and Carl, if you guys want to come on up. They don't know how to do this very well. We just, I just oh. came up, we was jamming the other night, and we came up with this. So it's something that we all know, but we're going to sing it different tonight. I'm going to help them sing it, so it's going to probably be off and sound a little different. But there's a reason why I'm wanting to sing this, because number one, God blessed us. There's a lot of children here tonight, and God does love the little children. But the thing it is, is it's beyond the little children. He loves us as well. So much that he knows us all by name. He knows how many hairs on our head at this present moment. That means he knows more about us than we know about ourselves. I don't know about you, but I don't know how many hairs on my head tonight. I don't have no clue. All right. But that's how personal I am to God. That's how much he knows about me. So he knows when I'm hurt. He knows when I'm sad. He knows when I'm needy. He knows when I need extra love. He knows all these things about me. He can solve anything, and he's my best friend. And that's the reason why I want to sing it. I want all those little kids that are back there, Jesus loves me. We're going to sing it real slow, okay? So you guys can pick it up while you're back there, okay? okay. Sing with us. Sing with us. I want everybody to sing with us. Jesus loves
let's sing it. Know that God loves us. Jesus loves me. This I Here's one right here. That 
When in the middle of the night, when I had bad dreams, my oldest brother that went on to glory through a car accident, he would get me up. He was the one that could hear us real quickly. We lived in a two-story house, and the little one, but it was a two-story house. He was the one that was sensitive to all of our cries. And he'd come, and he'd hear me cry, and he'd come in there, and I'd be scared to death. He grabbed this word of God. He said, here, Linda, put me on his lap. Take this Bible and put it underneath your pillow so when you lay your head at night, God would cast all those spooky dreams away. Yeah, amen. And then he'd go in there and he'd turn out the light. And I can tell you that that was my rescue because many a night, it wasn't just bad dreams. I would feel lonely or sad because one of my friends moved away or or somebody I knew, or a grandpa or grandma died, and I would take this word of God, and I would take it and I'd close it to my heart, and a lot of times I'd just sit on my bed, and I'd ask God, Lord, I love you. I love you. And I'm getting somewhere with this testimony because not only was this word of God precious to me, but also my brother Bill that was, again, the one that went on to glory that taught me out of this, and I became a teenager. I had this big old wicker chair in my room, and I was a troubled teen. And I was 12, 13 years of age, and I thought I knew it all, but on the other hand, I just wasn't a real rebellious. I just had a mind of my own. When I was told to do something, sometimes I just didn't want to do it. But I had two nervous breakdowns by the time I was 13 years of age. And my brother pulled me aside, and he said, Linda, come here, because I want you to go to your room. Once you pull that big old wicker chair that's in your room and pull it up to your bed, sit on your bed and said, Jesus, I want you to take a seat. He goes, I want you to visualize that he's sitting right there in that chair. And I want you to tell him everything that's on your heart. Of course, I didn't want him to know I was going to do that because I felt like he was my boss and I wanted him to be my boss. But let me tell you, as soon as I got the opportunity, I did just that. I went to my room. I pulled up that wicker chair, and I locked my door. And I started telling him, I sat there and I visualized that Jesus was sitting in that chair, and I started telling him everything, that the next minute I knew, tears were streaming from my face. I was telling him everything, all my hurts, all my angers, my disappointments, I was just crying. And the next thing I knew, I felt this arm come around me. And I go, looked around. I thought, who came in my room? I locked the door. And there was nobody there. Amen. I knew it was the presence of the Lord. And the Lord just gave me a great big old bear hug. And that made me cry harder. <laughs> but let me tell you, that was the beginning of my relationship with Jesus. And I have to stand up here and say, he's my very, very best friend. From this day, I've tried to teach my children, raise them up in the truth and tell him, let him be your best friend. Amen. I don't have the answers. That's my daughter and this is my son and he'll be preaching. I don't have the answers. He was the one that God raised from the dead. But I can tell you that when you get on your knees or you sit on the side of your bed or you find a place driving down the road, us ladies, men, and you get your time alone, cast all your cares upon him. Why? Because he cares for us. And I'm a testimony tonight to say that Jesus loves us. We're his children. He's coming after a bride without spot or wrinkle. That's my testimony. Does anybody else have a testimony tonight?
mother came last night. Amen. 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 And that's my testimony. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's the miracle. And that's your prayer. I was, I was, I was thinking, you know, that, uh, these days, that, uh, about the only time I really have to myself is whenever I'm either going to or from work. And I find that in the mornings, whenever everything is, the sun ha is just coming up and everything, that's when it's, it seems to be the most peaceful. And I can, I can, Getting really uh, to take and actually talk to God to work and get that connection and everything. And I'm just so thankful that God takes and watches out not only for me but for all my family. Yes, and amen. The church family yes, as yes. well. Amen. And, and you can't take and make up a. Uh, Anything like that. It's just, it's just so, uh, so awesome. There's right. no words that is great enough or good enough mm -hmm. to take and really give God the real glory that He He deserves right. and Amen. the praise that He He should and should get. That's right. I mean, it, I, all I can say is that. I thank God that He has given me His Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and that He takes over in, in those prayers. That's and everything right. just take and say those <coughs> the stuff that needs to be said. That's right. That I can't, I don't have the vocabulary or the smarts or anything else to do. But He is, He is my everything. Hallelujah. I am thankful that He is. Even in, in, in the toughest of times, right. in the best of times, mm -hmm. alike, He is still there, That's and He true. is still my God. That's right. Amen. 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 That is the truth. Amen. Great day. Amen. Uh, I thank God for protection. Uh, Friday, I was on the way home to get ready to get home up here from the lake, and. Uh, Coming down 177, they had a guy turning off 177 on the Brookdale Road. And he had away from traffic. He had to stop. He couldn't go nowhere. And I looked in the million mirrors. I was going down the hill. There was a big, big rig coming. So I don't think nothing of it. I think, you know, he's the choice. He's thinking he was my life, my brake lights on. And he's going to slow down. So I don't think nothing of it. And about the time that truck goes to stop moving, I feel this whoosh. I look beside me. This big rig is sitting in grill sitting at my back door. She pulled off to the side of the road there. Got out my back door, and it just inches. Like I got my, I, I'm looking at my, my mirrors, looking at it. I try to get God's protection. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I just want to thank God for our testimony. Um, you never know who's going to hear your testimony, and who it's right. going to affect, and outreach. You never know who you're going to affect, and I have these Church of Christ this lady and man come to my door today and, you know, I was listening to them or whatever. They weren't Jehovah's Witnesses. So. <laughs> and um, I told them about our revival. And, well, she said, well, I, I got a pamphlet from Walmart the other day. And I was like, yeah, that's us. So I, you know, invited her. But I'm just so thankful that God never leaves us nor forsakes us. Amen. And Amen. that I have a relationship with him. And I know who he is today. And I don't 
I don't even know where to start with how how thankful I am to have a relationship with God and to be a part of this church and to have my church family that loves me and is there for me unconditionally and yes. I'm just so thankful and I love the Lord tonight. Amen. Good testimony. Anybody else? I thank my mom. Uh, I thank God for her and my mom. Yes, amen. 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 Thank you for her. That food bag just does not feel too good. So she's been having a rough time the last couple days. Thank God that you're here tonight and that God healed you and touched your body. Amen. Is there anybody else? I have a testimony. Michaela? I want to thank God for my parents that they've raised me right and I'm here at this revival. And that God is anointing me on the piano and his will is being done in my life. And I'm so grateful for all he's doing. Amen. 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 We are so thankful for all of our visitors that are here tonight. Yes. Yes. Amen. Thank you for coming, being a part of our revival service. Great to have you in the house of God. Did you stand with me tonight? We're going to bring the preacher to the pulpit. Amen. With Jonathan Akers, our evangelist tonight. He's got a word from God, and I know you're going to be touched. The Bible says, He that has an ear, let him hear. But the Spirit saith unto the church. We're bringing a young man that's anointed of God tonight and has words of eternal life. Of all the things you're going to do this week and all the places you're going to go, the next few minutes are the most important part of your week. Amen. Because these words that you're fixing to hear are words that can take you into an eternity to be with Jesus Christ forever. Amen. These are words that will take you through whatever situation you're facing if you'll allow God to speak into your world. As he comes tonight, let's ask God to open our ears and we will be able to hear. Dear God, we ask you to open our ears tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, you're so awesome, so mighty, so powerful, dear God. We love you. We praise you. We glorify you, dear God. Everything is unto you, Jesus. Jesus, everything. Jesus, everything. Can you give a hand clap unto the Lord? Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Shout with a voice of triumph. Can somebody shout, Jesus? Jesus! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 2, verse number 38. Amen. I am a little fatigued with... Uh, this is my third straight night preaching, and I am a, a little bit fatigued, but I have a word from the Lord, and I will preach it to the best of my ability. Amen. Hallelujah. God is so good. So if you'll bear with me and uh, have your ears open, God will speak unto you. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse number 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now turn to Romans chapter 6, verse number 6. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Romans chapter 6, verse number 6. Knowing this, that your old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, and that henceforth we should not serve sin. Amen. Hallelujah. We just read in Acts 2.38. 
We gave the salvation message. This is your blueprint. This is your map to making it to heaven. First of all, it says repent. That is an inward change of mind, an outward change of direction. That means that you're going to have to say, God, I'm sorry for what I've done, and I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. I'm not going to go to the same places right. I used to go. I'm not going to go smoke a joint like I used to. I'm not going to go do drugs like I used to. I'm not going to go to an adultery like I used to. God, I'm going to change. Hallelujah. He said, what does this have to do with Jesus? Well, first of all, repentance links directly to Jesus. It is the dying out to sin. It's the crucifixion, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It says right here that we crucified the old man. Hallelujah. You're killing it out. You're killing out that sin. You are basically saying, no, I'm not going to go back there. So I am throwing right. off this old lifestyle, and I'm not going to go back to it anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Romans 6, chapter 4. I'm sorry, I wrote, yes. Romans 6, chapter 4. Hallelujah. 6 and 4. I am sorry. Hallelujah. Okay, so, um, baptism. Therefore we are buried with him in baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. So, once, you have a, once, you, once something dies, you can't leave it sitting out. Otherwise, you'll have bugs and you'll have the stink that comes from it. It's going to cause a lot of problems. Yeah. You've got to bury it. Right. And that is done with yeah. baptism. Full immersion. You go down in the water in Jesus' name. You come up a new creature in Christ Jesus. And all of that old stuff is washed away. Forgotten by God as far as the east is from the west. Hallelujah. Yeah. A new life. Newness of life. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey man, so you can come up and there's nothing like the feeling of being baptized in Jesus' name. Because when you come up, you feel clean. You feel, you feel clean for the first time in, in forever. Hallelujah. You come up and you say, Hallelujah, I don't feel sin anymore. I don't have the guilt. I don't have the shame. I don't have all of that plaguing me anymore. Hallelujah. I am clean. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 13. And Peter said, Then repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Okay, so now we're talking about the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 1 and 13. And whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of your inheritance and to the redemption of of your, of your purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. What does this mean? Because when you go down in baptism, his name is applied to you. All right? Yes. You come up a new creature, and now your name is changed. Hallelujah, my name is Jonathan Andrew Akers. But when I was baptized in Jesus' name, my name changed from Jonathan Andrew Akers to Jonathan Andrew Akers bar Jesus. I became a son of Almighty Living God. Hallelujah, in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. But there's something yeah. else that can go beyond that. When you receive the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, you begin to speak with other tongues and the Spirit gives you utterance. What happens is it's his seal of approval. Hallelujah. So that means you're doing your best to live for God. It means you're doing your best to live righteously before God. And when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, you're able to come and say, Hallelujah. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. And God, hallelujah, has seized me as Amen. And he'll be your very best friend. He's there, as my mom said, when you want to talk to him. Hallelujah. Pour out your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Yeah. Furthermore, 
Hallelujah. First John chapter 3 and verse number 24. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. And hereby we know that he that abideth in us by the Spirit which he hath given us. Hallelujah. The only way to have Jesus inside of you. Hallelujah. First of all, you got to understand, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. I believe that is uh, John 3 and 5. John 4 and 24, yes. Hallelujah. So you look up that, then it talks about it. But you, first of all, you got to understand that God is a spirit. Hallelujah. So the only way to know that you have God's Spirit dwelling inside of you that gives you the power to witness, the power to overcome, the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. David said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. The only way to have that joy. Hallelujah. Everywhere people are looking for happiness. Everywhere people are looking for what they say is going to make them happy. But let me tell you something. If you go to McDonald's and buy a Happy Meal, it isn't going to make you happy. The only way you can have true happiness is through the joy of the Lord that comes through the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Which is God dwelling inside of you. Hallelujah. Matthew 28, 19. Hallelujah. I'm going to go back to baptism for just a minute because there's something important about baptism. If you do not have his name sealing you, if you do not have the name of Jesus applied upon you when you're baptized, then you are not a child of God. Amen. Amen. Because that name is what identifies you. Hallelujah. When the devil comes to attack me, if I did not have the name of Jesus applied to me, I'm just Jonathan Andrew Akers, and there's nothing holding him back. But if he comes and says, I'm Jonathan Andrew Akers, bar Jesus, he says, hey, that's a son of God. I can't touch him. Hallelujah. There's something about the name that gives you power. Hallelujah. Matthew 28, 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Baptizing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. First of all, you have name. It's singular. There's no S on the end of that. It's one name. Of is a preposition. And name is the object of the preposition. Hallelujah. For those of you that don't understand a whole lot of English, I'm not good with English. This is just something I was able to understand. Hallelujah. Father. What is the name of the Father? The subject is name, and you have Father. So therefore, what is the name of the father? Because my dad is a father, but you look at him and you know he's a father doesn't tell you his name. That's right. That's right. His name is Thomas. Okay? Hallelujah. You've got to know the name. Alright, so we're going to get into the word of God and see exactly what the names are. Hallelujah. So, Matthew 1 and 20. I'll give you a moment to turn there. You may be seated. Matthew 1, chapter 20. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 1, verse number 20. Hallelujah. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Verse number 21. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So what is the name of the son? Jesus. Jesus. John chapter 14, verse number 26. 
Hallelujah, I'm going backwards here, but anyway. John chapter 14, verse number 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whosoever I have said unto you. Hallelujah. If you have a King James Red Letter Bible, you see it's that, that the words are in red because Jesus said them. Amen. Hallelujah. So the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. So what is the name of the Father? John 5 and 43 tells us. John 5. And 43, chapter 5, verse number 43. Hallelujah. I am come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If any other shall come in his own name, him you will receive. So the name of the Father is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. The name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. All these three are one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. He always of the Lord our God is one Lord. So you are baptizing in the name of Almighty God. In the name of Jesus. And that name is applied to you, which gives you power in heaven and in earth. Hallelujah. And so when you go in the name of Jesus, after being baptized in Jesus' name and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, you have power in heaven. Hallelujah. There's not three persons that make up a council in heaven. Contrary to popular belief, you do not have three separate beings that make up one God. Because if you had three separate beings, it would make up one council. That one council making up a Godhead. Which means that you have a council of three people that make up one uh, majority of government. But the Bible says in Deuteronomy 6 and 4, Hearers of the Lord our God is one Lord. Therefore, there is only one being in heaven. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And so when you say in the name of Jesus, you are applying the name of Almighty God to the situation. Hallelujah. Father is not a name, it's a title. Son is not a name, it's a title. Holy Ghost is not a name, it's a title. You need a name. Hallelujah. I am a son. He is a father. We both have spirits. But that does not give you a name. That's right. Amen. You need the name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 13. Now I'm getting into the basis of my scriptural text. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 13. But now in Jesus Christ, ye who sometimes were afar off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Verse number 14. For he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Verse number 15. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances. For to make himself of twain one new man, so making peace. Verse number 16. And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Verse number 17. And came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. Verse number 18. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. I want to stop here for just a moment. Hallelujah. What does this little passage, this little verse here mean? The only way to have access and full communication, unadulterated communication with God, is to have the Holy Ghost. That's 
The only way to truly hear an adulterated word from God is to have the Holy Ghost. Because revelation comes from the Spirit of God. That means when some, hallelujah, when you're reading the Word of God and you begin to read through there and you have the Holy Ghost, all of a sudden you begin to read this verse. I didn't. I never realized what it said it that way before. Hallelujah. I I, I didn't realize that, that, it, that it said that before. Hallelujah. I didn't realize that, that, that God had done that before. Hallelujah. We talked about Gideon this morning. I did not realize, hallelujah, that God confirmed himself to Gideon through a dream of an infidel. Hallelujah. That's not the right word. Through a sinner. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm tired. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So confirming the word, you see things when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. God begins to reveal things to you. Hallelujah. So the only way to get a connection with God that is unadulterated is through the Spirit. Hallelujah. Verse number 19. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with saints and of the household of God. Verse number 20. And are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And Jesus Christ being himself the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. If you are not in love with Jesus, you're not going to make it to heaven. That's right. If you have not made up your mind, I'll do whatever it takes to live for God. If you're not made up a mind that I'm going to do, I'm going to do everything I can to live for Jesus. Everything I can do to please him. Then you're not going to make it to heaven. It's the only way to live for God. It was with all of your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. And we have our modern generation that says God wants your sin. I have news for you. God doesn't want your sin. He wants your heart. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. He died so that you could be free from your sin. He did not die for your sin. He died so that you could have a relationship with him. You would no longer have to sacrifice animals, hallelujah, to move your sins ahead. You would no longer have to, hallelujah, go through the old covenant. But you had a new covenant and you could have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. Right. Do you realize the only time that they could feel the presence of God was one time a year and only one man could feel the presence of God. He went into the holies of holies in the temple and only one time a year could he feel the presence of God. But when Jesus died on the cross, he made it capable for you to feel the presence of God anytime, place. Hallelujah. You will fall on your knees and say, God, I need to get a hold of you. God, I repent of my sins. And God, I need to turn to the Holy Ghost right now. God, give me the Holy Ghost. God, give Hallelujah. Verse number 21. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into a holy temple in the Lord. Hallelujah. It's important that you make it to church. Why? Hallelujah. Because here is where you have the building here is where you have built upon prayers upon prayers upon prayers this is where the worship has been laid one upon the another this is where that the, the prayer and fasting has been stored up this this is where you can come and get victory why because the saints of god have been began to build a foundation of jesus all around hallelujah is a church a building no a church is made up of the saints of god the house of god is a building hallelujah when you come into the house of 
of God. We have bricks that are built by the saints of God that have made up the church. And so when you come in the house of God and you come up here to praise and worship God and you have saints over here worshiping and you have saints over here praising God and you have a couple of people up here that are repenting and trying to get victory. Hallelujah. When you do that, you have power because all of a sudden you have bricks that have been built up that are protecting you, that are helping you, that are edifying you. Hallelujah. Verse number 22. And whom you and whom you also are building together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Hallelujah. This, this is just a house. Amen. The Spirit of God is brought into the house, and a sanctification of the house is brought by the saints of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The only way the presence of God can come into a building is if someone brings it in. Hallelujah. You are a habitation of God's Spirit when you receive the Holy Ghost. That's why your temple has to be holy. Because God says you will not dwell in an unclean temple. Hallelujah. That means that you dress holy. That means that you live holy. That means you speak holy. That you make a covenant with your eyes, with your mind, with your ears, with your tongue. I will do my best to be righteous before God. That means you begin to kick some things out of your life. Amen. That's true. Because in order to be holy, hallelujah, we do not use man's idea of holy. That's right. We use God's. And we find that in the word of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. We find in the word of God that it says that a woman is not to wear what pertains to a man. So a woman should look like a woman and a man should look like a man. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that you are to marry as the Bible says. Amen. And not any other way. Hallelujah. Living righteously is following the biblical truth found in the word of God. Hallelujah. It takes patience. It takes hard work. It takes time. And in our generation, we're lazy. We, 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 We have so many things given to us. Hallelujah. We have everything given to us. We lived in a blessed nation. Thank God I live in the United States of America. We are a blessed nation. But sometimes I think we get so stuck in blessing that God has provided this nation because we started on our biblical truths. Hallelujah. That we get stuck in it. That we forget the whole reason we're blessed in the first place. Hallelujah. We were blessed because we, because we founded this nation upon biblical principles. Hallelujah. And when you begin to stray away from them, the blessings become curses. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So where am I going with this? When you come up here and you begin to seek, the house of God has been sanctified. How? Because there's been saints of God that have come in and fasted and they prayed and they worshiped in this house. Hallelujah. So the Holy Ghost is all around. Hallelujah. So so when you come inside, hallelujah, and you don't have any faith of your own. Hallelujah. The Bible says that every man is given a measure of faith, but you need to borrow some sometimes. Hallelujah. So you come in and you're feeling down in the dumps and you just don't have enough faith to go on very much longer. And so guess what you can do? Hallelujah. There's a saint that has placed a brick here on the altar. Hallelujah. A brick of faith that they've been through prayer, hallelujah, through worship, through fasting. Yes. And so when you come in and you're down in the dumps, you can pick up that brick and say, I'll take it for my own. Hallelujah. Oh, so you oh, stand up and praise oh, God. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Oh, and I'm claiming victory. Oh, hallelujah. I'm kicking out the drugs. I'm kicking out the alcohol. Hallelujah. I'm not going to live on that lifestyle. Hallelujah. I'm no longer going to kneel before the idol of Hollywood. I'm no longer going to kneel before the idol of sports. But I'm going to live for God. Oh, Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, you may be seated. So how do you begin a relationship with God? It all starts with the first step. Acknowledging there is a God and I'm not Him. Hallelujah. That means that you're going to have to put yourself out of the way and realize that, hey, Jesus loves me, but he's put these things in place to protect me. Hallelujah. I can tell you right now, I'm not deprived. We do not have a television in my home, and I did not grow up with a television. Hallelujah. I was sheltered. Thank God for it. Hallelujah. And I, and I don't miss it. Hallelujah. I, I, I do not wish I had it in my home. I do not wish I grew up with it. Hallelujah. I thank God I've never smoked a cigarette. I thank God I've never drank a drop of alcohol. I thank God I've never done any drugs. I thank God that I have lived in a Christian home. And guess what? I'm not missing anything. Right, Hallelujah. I am happier than I could than I could possibly be because I have the joy of the Lord. Do I have a bad day? Yes, I have bad days. But I'm gonna say, bless the Lord on my soul. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. And whenever I'm feeling down, I can find my way to my prayer closet. And I can say, God, I need a blessing from you right now, God. Because my days are gone to hell. But hallelujah, I can get a hold of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. hallelujah. The first step. As I'm going to live for you with all of my heart. Realizing that you're going to have to live for him. And not yourself any longer. Yep. Amen. Hallelujah. The things that the devil puts in place. They seem appealing. But they, they destroy you. They hurt you. They kill you. They destroy your body physically. Amen. Mentally and spiritually. Hallelujah. But with the Holy Ghost. It's the greatest thing you'll ever feel. The greatest experience you'll ever have. Hallelujah. I've never, I've never been high on drugs, but I can tell you people that have been that have received the Holy Ghost. It's better than any drug. It's better than alcohol because you don't have a hangover afterwards. It's just a smile on your face. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you, when you go after it, go after it because it's the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Because it gives you victory. Yes, there's benefits. There's always benefits living for God. Hallelujah. And everything that you, there's benefits. But once you make up your mind, I'm going to live for God. Is it easy to throw this stuff out of your life? No. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not easy. I've been sheltered, but it doesn't mean I haven't struggled that I haven't had battles. Amen. I have. I've struggled. I've been delivered from addiction. Hallelujah. But guess what happens? When you find your way and you say, God, I've never found any joy. I've never found any happiness in the world. I, I feel nothing but guilt and shame, and I have to find my way into things that will relieve my stress because I can't handle it without it. It's the truth. Amen. Come on. When you say, God, I know you can relieve my stress and give me a life that's better than anything I could possibly have otherwise. And so, God, I'm going to live for you with everything. Hallelujah. My hero, Matthew Tuttle, said something that hit my heart. Hallelujah. They said, you're one of those Jesus-only people, aren't you? He said, no, I'm Jesus-everything. 
Hallelujah. So that's the way I live my life. Every single moment of my day, Jesus everything. What will Jesus do? Hallelujah. 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 Jesus everything. Hallelujah. So when I made up my mind, I'm going to live for God with everything in me. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, those video games. Hallelujah. I ain't going to play those games anymore. They're destroying me spiritually. Hallelujah. They're doing nothing but hindering me. Hallelujah. I'm not going to go back and do the things that I used to do. Hallelujah. I'm not going to put myself in a position. So I'm tempted to do the things I used to do. I'm not going to hang out with my old friends anymore. Hallelujah. I'm not going to go to the places I used to go. Oh, Shandalarabaha. Yes. Hallelujah. Repentance. And it feels good to repent. Amen. Because when you kill that out, all of a sudden you stand up like, wow. Wow. I've killed it. And I, 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 it's gone. Amen. Hallelujah. And then, and then you, hallelujah, purpose in your heart, I'm going to be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you have to wait? No. No. Hallelujah. Cornelius received the Holy Ghost before he was baptized in the Word of God. You can receive it. But the, pro- the thing is, is that you have to have a purpose in your heart. I'm going to be baptized in Jesus' name. That's right. Hallelujah. And you can receive the Holy Ghost tonight. If you come up here and repent of your sins and seek after it, God will come and he will help you. He will bless you. But the fact is you're going to have to make up your mind. You're going to live for him with everything in me. Hallelujah. Amen. And then you go and you're baptized in Jesus' name. And now you've started your walk of God. You're a new babe. Hallelujah. You've been born again. That's baptism. You're a new creature. You've been born again. And now you get to start a new life all over again. With none of those sins weighing you down. With none of those past experiences that you used to. They're forgotten by God. They're no longer in effect. They're no longer there. Hallelujah. So you are blessed by God and you're a new creature. You get to start a new life living for God. Hallelujah. And I'm closing. Verse number 22 of Ephesians chapter 2. We read it just a moment ago, but I want to read it again and then following it, I want to read something else. Verse number 22, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Hallelujah. So as you come up here, or you can stand at your chair, raise your hands and praise God. I will tell you something, there's more power up here because this is where the altar is. When you find yourself an altar, it's humbling yourself before God. Raise your hands. This is a sign of surrender. I love you, Jesus. You repented and you come up. I love you, Jesus. I want the Holy Ghost, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's the highest praise you can give. It's glory to God in the highest forever and ever. Amen. You just begin to praise and worship God. Hallelujah. I want the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost. And it creates an atmosphere. It creates an atmosphere. These altars are open if you want to come up here. Acts chapter 2, verse number 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared on them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost comes to the evidence of speaking in a new language that you never learned before. Hallelujah. He'll give it to you tonight. If all the saints of God will bind together tonight and begin to praise and worship God, we can create an atmosphere in the house and let to help those that have not hallelujah to receive it hallelujah so praise and worship god hallelujah get a hold of god tonight god wants to change your life god wants to help you god wants to bless you he's giving you your opportunity Yes, God. 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 Yes,
Yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. That's it, bind together. Bind together and begin to pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You're doing great things, God. You're working. You're working. You're working, Jesus. Yes, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. 
You're not so lucky. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Don't stop. Don't stop. Jesus is here. He loves you. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mighty God, move, God. Move over this house, Jesus. Move over this house, Jesus. Hallelujah, dear God. The blessings of God be upon them. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The Holy Ghost fall in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Your presence, your presence is here.